Welcome to today's episode of Hey Ashley J. My name is Ashley, and in this podcast, I'll be sharing my experience and explore topics as a 20-something Asian Canadian just trying to figure life out. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, it's been a while. It's probably been a few weeks since I released an episode, and I do my best to record them in a timely fashion, but, you know, things sometimes just get in the way and I don't get to recording them. So, you know, I've managed to find some time today. This episode might be a little bit late, but it does, it is coming out on a Tuesday still. Yay for me recording this, even though it's very late. Um, but this episode in particular is not necessarily planned. The idea popped into my head and it's about something that happened to me recently and it feels right to talk about it now when it happens. So yeah, here I am. So on February 18th, I hit a really low point mentally and faced the reality that I was uncomfortable with where I am in my life. And, you know, when you feel this type of way and start thinking about it, you would ask yourself, okay, well, why do I feel uncomfortable? And my answer to that is that I'm uncomfortable because I'm just not where I want to be. It's almost been a year since I've graduated, a lot of my peers have found jobs, and here I am still living with my family and basically putting this pressure on myself to achieve all of these milestones to feel good about my life, even though I know this mentality will always leave me unsatisfied with my achievements. Okay, so realistically, it's clear that everyone is on their own unique path, and some things just take time to happen and all that kind of stuff, so I shouldn't be hard on myself for things that I just can't control, and I get that. But I can't say that I can't blame myself at all for my current situation because the fact of the matter is I lack discipline and I'm relying way too much on motivation to do anything. The problem with me relying on motivation too much is the fact that I barely have a lot of it to begin with. I'm lucky that I can be consistent with something because I have the motivation and drive, but Honestly, in the current state of the world, finding motivation, drive, and inspiration is so hard. So really, I should just be relying on discipline so that even if I don't really want to, I do it. But I just don't have that. It's already hard for me to stay consistent with my workouts at home, and I only do it when I feel like it, and because of that, I don't really reap the benefits of being consistent. So discipline will clearly take me places, but I refuse to. I'm currently exploring why I don't think I'm worth the effort to put in that consistency. Also, if I'm not consistent with myself, why do I expect that from others? With that thought process, I feel like I'm just going in a downward spiral. So this episode just feels like I'm calling myself out on my own bullshit because I've been messing around and I know that things need to change. So will I hold myself responsible now that I've outed myself through the podcast? Honestly, I don't think so, but... I will be embarrassed every time I listen to this episode in the future and realize that I've done nothing about my situation. The fact of the matter is I have all the tools and the knowledge that I need to improve myself. For example, when it comes to my job search, I know what I have to do to my resume. I know who to reach out to and what to say to them, but I don't want to, or I'm scared to. Honestly, asking other people for help is something I just have a hard time doing because 
I was raised for most of my life to not be reliant on others. Leaning onto other people for help was burdensome and it was a sign of weakness and incompetence. So, you know, those are the thoughts that I had on February 18th. I was down on myself, knew I had to put in more effort if I wanted progress, and just knew that I have the long road of work ahead of me. And on February 22nd, a few days later, I actually did a job interview. I don't talk about job interviews to anyone at all. I don't notify people that I'm getting one or I'm applying to it. I just do everything in silence. And at this point, I just feel like sharing feels like I'll jinx things. And, you know, obviously when you share, people will wish you luck. They'll tell you that they hope that you get it, which would be very exciting if you did. But, you know, the reality of applying for jobs is that you'll receive so many more no's than you do a yes. And telling all of these people that you didn't get the job is just so uncomfortable and it brings your spirits down. So no one knew. My brother thought that I was just in the office doing another work meeting and I just did the interview. It went well. I felt like I connected with the interviewers, asked really good questions about the company and the role. And I had a little tinge of doubt in terms of how I could have articulated my answers better, but overall, it just felt good. It felt like a good fit. And even though I felt good during the interview, I didn't hope for anything because honestly, when it comes to these things, you just never know. But four days later on February 26th, I was emailed an offer of employment. So yay. (laughs) It's crazy to think that a week ago from that point, I was feeling very low and just doubtful of my ability to be successful. I was actually in a different city when I received the offer and the first person to know was my best friend. And you know, once I knew I like told her and we were hugging in the middle of a Uniqlo while she was in line and it was, it looked weird to others, but it was like fine. Um, It felt surreal uh, because I didn't think it would happen so soon considering that I felt like I had to do more work to get a job, but here it is, a opportunity presented itself in front of me. Now, usually getting a job is, you know, a happy and exciting moment, especially when you've graduated from university and especially during a pandemic where getting a job is harder than usual. But I can't say that all I felt was happiness. I actually felt anxious, panicked, sick to the stomach, and I was just engulfed with this feeling of fear. When I told my brother of this news, I just cried in front of him. It wasn't like tears of happiness. I was scared and panicked. I was just so overwhelmed with what was happening. So I've gone through a lot of trauma in my life. A lot of memories of my early childhood and just my life in general were just traumatic events that happened to me and my family. And all I've ever known my life to be was adversity to the point that I truly believed that good things weren't meant for people like me. It led me to having very self-destructive behavior, and so I'd ruin good things for myself because it's just so unfamiliar and I'm suspicious of it. I was so depressed and tired of my life that I never really looked forward to growing up and getting a big girl job. Honestly, I wasn't even sure I would make it to 24 or just live a long life. When my depression hits me, just getting through my day is a big obstacle because of how exhausting it is to live inside of my head. But then my anxiety would also 
kick in and prevent me from neglecting myself entirely because being in a situation where I'm not helping myself makes me anxious. At the end of the day, battling through depression and anxiety, I'm just a shell of a person and I'm just empty inside. And so another part of why I was so overwhelmed was because of the fact that I eventually have to remove my training wheels and be on my own soon. The idea of being financially independent is so scary to me. Making sure that you have a safety net for savings, budgeting enough to pay off your rent and other monthly expenses are now responsibilities that I have to take seriously. And living most of my life where I was constantly panicked about finances because my parents were really bad at hiding that from me, I'm I'm just so scared of being put in a situation where I'm not financially stable. And, you know, having a stable income now means I have to move out eventually. And honestly, I'm going to admit that I'm just not 100% ready to live away from my dad yet. My dad has always been my constant in my life. And I feel like he's the only person that I need. And I know that I have to get used to it because eventually he will be gone. And I have to learn how to do life without him. But I just felt like my life has changed so much in these past few years that... I just need things to slow down for a minute. So yeah, new job. I'm excited, of course, but as you can tell, I also have to jump through a few hoops to get to that point of being excited and happy. It's just not that easy yet to jump right into accepting the happiness and relief that I feel because of the things that I've gone through. I expressed a lot of my ugly feelings to my best friend because... I thought that something was wrong with me and I just told her I should just be happy and grateful without worrying about shit hitting the fan, right? But then she reminded me that I've just over-identified with not being okay for most of my life to the point where being okay feels so wrong inside of my head. And as much as we spread the message that it's okay to not be okay to create space for others to feel their negative emotions, It's also important to say that it's okay to be okay for those similar to me who feel like being okay is not a good state to be in. And so if you're like me and you feel like you never get a break in your goddamn life, and somehow you do, I really hope that you eventually learn to accept it because after all the bullshit that you've gone through, you absolutely deserve all the good things in your life. So yeah, just a quick podcast episode expressing what I'm currently feeling and what's going on in my life. And I'm just happy to share that with you guys. Um, Thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!